podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So, 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 so. Anton, say something, say something. Um, yeah, let's get on with this because I'm going to go to Barber's and get my hair cut. Uh, why, your Barber's open at this time? My Barber's a yard, man. Shuts at like one o'clock in the morning. It's lit, it's lit. I'm going to keep this to the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so, I'm here with Anton. What are you telling me, Anton? Evening, mate. So, what do you do for a living, Anton? I'm currently still training to be a solicitor, so I'm a trainee solicitor and I'm a gate an engagement key worker. So that I work with um teenagers that, that have certain social issues. Some just come out of prison, others have autism and others are looked after children. Okay, cool. How how long have you been doing that for? About eight years, eight, nine years. Yeah, you've been doing that for a minute yeah. still. So you've seen quite a lot. I want to talk to you about hold on. So yeah, you've been doing this for a minute still, so you're somebody I find relatively intelligent. I say above average. Thank you. I think <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to send shots, but um, like I want to discuss obviously your your dad as well. Um, I want to discuss kind of like more man stuff because we we seem to get quite a bad rap rep these days for good or bad reasons, whatever. I'm over mm. it. Boring. So I want to give a bit more of a positive message. We want to discuss some things that we talk about virtually every day. So being a father, the role of like parents in communities and children's lives and what we can do to help people blah 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 etc etc so firstly you've been a dad for how many years now 12 well 12 on monday my son turns 12 on monday oh it's mad flipping out tell me about it i know yeah. <laughs> well i thought better old dad <laughs> try try being me bro <laughs> oh yeah so um as a father how do you feel like farmers are represented currently in the media? Let's take the UK for example. We don't care about anyone else for today. Represented by the media, <sighs> poorly. Poorly. I feel. I, f- I, f- I feel like we are the almost the scapegoats mm. of of parenting. I feel like we're we're the ones that are blamed if 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 things don't go right. You never ever hear any media representation or anything that is associated with bad mothering. You hear about absent fathers being mm. the cause for for children's behave, wayward behaviour and whatnot, but you, you very rarely hear about bad bad mothers and bad mums or, or anything kind of negative with mums, to be mm. fair. And yeah, fathers, we're kind of like, we're an accessory almost. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember I saw, I know it's a little thing, but I saw like um, some, a post about on like social media from the news about a mother's doing this amazing thing with a child, but the dad was like literally right there. Yeah, the one that was traveling and yeah, the dad yeah, was yeah. there, and they acted. That that could have been that he didn't want to be the mm. the the focal. It could have been, but they they do do a job of kind of dismissing a father's role unless things go left. Negative, yeah, negative. yeah, yeah. But what about the role of you feel like of of um, black fathers? Like, how do you feel that's depicted, especially um, Caribbean fathers? Because you're Caribbean, well, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, we we've we've got a. I'd say we've got a bad rep and there are many that justify the bad rep mm. but there are many that don't and I feel like across the board I don't feel we're not that we like you don't deserve praise for being a good parent you, you don't deserve any praise no one should be like shouting from the rooftops and clapping you're supposed to be a good parent you've made the mm. choice to have children True. so you are supposed to provide your children with the tools to, you know to what, be I used to believe that until I really took in other people's situations because being I think being a good parent I'm sure you would say being quite selfless is quite a big part of it and I feel like a lot of people are not selfless even when they have children so I do feel like people should get 
praise her because it's because it's got to a point where I kind of feel like it's almost abnormal at times. I, I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I still, I don't, I don't, like, by that, I mean, with with regards to fathers, for example, mm. like, I'm not with, I've got children with two women. I'm not with either of them, yeah? I have my children, I've got three kids, and I have them half the week from their mum, so their mums have them half the week, I have them half the week. Now, a lot of people would act like that's, it, it shouldn't be seen as something that's amazing. Revolutionary. Yeah, it shouldn't, mm. because those women didn't have children by themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I should share the responsibility or burden, however you want to mm. look at it at, at whatever particular time with them. So I don't feel like we deserve praise, but I also don't feel like we deserve all the flack when things don't go right. So yeah. I feel like there's an, there's an unequal balance right now of, of how we're represented and how we're seen. Yeah, I agree with that too. And also, what I want to talk about, we, we discussed the role of parenting. Like We've discussed the role of absent fathers and stuff like that. So you've seen a lot of kids in very treacherous situations. I've seen a lot of kids, but probably from more, when they're getting into that situation, like from when I'm younger and from like my, my local area, kicking ball with these kids, and you've seen them maybe when they've come in or out of the system. Mm. Like, describe... So what do you... F describe the role of both parents, like the absent parent, the irrelevant, and also... The toxic mum as well, because we you sent you sent us something the other day, which <laughs> yeah, it was mad. <laughs> yeah, it was, was All right, so most 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 of the kids I work with, most of the kids I work with, and that's in my work in in the engagement work. Most of them come from single parent families, and ninety nine point nine percent of the time, that single parent is a mum. Um, a lot of the time. And bear in mind, my, my organisation only gets involved after a certain amount of time. So the child's behaviour is already, it's either a concern in terms of breaking the law or it's a concern at school. And that's where my organisation gets involved. So there's clearly already a problem. So a lot of the time, the mums carry themselves in a, in, a, in, a, in a certain way. They're quite hostile. Um they don't take any accountability for the children's behaviour. The dads are nowhere to be seen, which obviously is not helpful. Um, but then again, sometimes there there are mums that I've seen that have tried every possible thing they can to mm. try and see to the... And I only work with males as well. I don't work mm. with girls, I only work with boys. Um, they've tried everything they possibly can and it, they don't seem to be able to get through to these boys but some of them and I feel like because they don't or don't have to take any accountability for the way these children behave the cycle continues yeah um, I want to talk about a few things so you know when they said that they've tried everything because I've seen some cases with that um, don't you do you believe there's a certain percentage of some of these kids are just bad like the word bad breeds I think some kids are just yeah, like it's just in their personality they're set up there's also be, I believe there's also be a percentage of people's society are going to be outcast yeah. for either really exceptionally great reasons or really really bad reasons and I feel like some of these some of these boys come under that but then I think a lot of these boys it's just a complete lack of guidance yeah it's it's yeah it's 50-50 it's, it's, it's like a lot of people say you can't be born bad and it's uh, nurture and not mm. nature I, I've never understood that like for, if people can just naturally be a good nice person some people have to be naturally bad, horrible people. Yeah, by that, by that premise. Yeah, yeah there's, like, no, there's no other option. Yeah, it's just it's just like law of averages. Yeah. So, so some of them, yeah, they they are. 
bad by nature. Obviously, then the nurture afterwards is a contributing factor, mm. and that that nurture can then either make them worse than they were already designed to be, or mm. it can make them a bit better than they were designed to mm. be. But ultimately, you are going to get some bad children, and and sometimes bad children are now bad parents. Do you know I what I mean? Literally <laughs> to that. Like, so in terms of like, okay, so you said quite a lot of them, which I already um, anticipated. The dads are nowhere to be seen. So, in your opinion, how do that come? How do we keep falling into this cycle where there's just complete absent father? Because we always talk about absent dads, and everybody just says the same, the typical thing: he's a waste man. How can you leave your child? Which, which is more than relevant, because like you're thinking, how can you? But how do we continuously get ourselves into this, like especially the black community in the UK? For the how do we continuously get ourselves in a situation where it's like a generational generation where you're seeing single parents raising these kids? And they're gonna make bad decisions to be to do the exact same thing. Like, what, where are these where are these dads going, and why? You see, why a, a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I feel like we have children too young, too soon. Thanks. Like, I feel like in 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 the environment like we're from, like it's it's like you'll see tweets on Twitter and people say, if you haven't got kids at twenty five, you need to get used to the fact that you're gonna be a step parent. I'm like, rah, why are people talking like having children before twenty five is it's like, like a norm. Yeah, it shouldn't be a societal norm. Mm. Like you d- you're barely into adulthood yourself then. Like there's no way that you've laid all the foundations that you possibly need mm. to um to be a successful person. You you, you make you can do it alongside mm. having children. You can like, there's no one to say that you can't, but it does make your job a lot harder. Like, I, I was 21 when my son was born. Like, I would never encourage my children to have children at 21. Like, yeah. I was in uni. It's, it's it's not a wise decision, and and so many of us in in our environment make that choice because we feel it's normal. And then ultimately, you have kids that. So if you're 21 and your partner's 19, and you have this child, and then obviously having kids is hard and raising kids is hard by 25 26 when you've had the strain of raising a child as well as trying to carve out somewhere for yourself in the world you've also grown and changed as a person so there's nothing to say that to direct the trajectory that you're on at 21 and the trajectory she's on you're not you might not be on the same one when you get to a certain age so so you're going left she's going right ultimately your relationship is going to suffer before you know it you've now got another effectively single parent household Mm obviously your relationship is now fractured because that's how you've come to a point where you split up so it does so it does make things a bit harder and a lot of people nine times out of ten women end relationships in my opinion mm. you, you, people might feel like nine times out of ten women end relationships a lot of the time the man's pride and ego is hurt by the end of that relationship and a lot of the time when they do disappear Sometimes it's making the woman suffer. Other times it's because they can't get on with the woman. But ultimately, the biggest loser in 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 those situ- is the child. Mm. It is the child, and I feel like 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 you said, we said before, you're talking about selflessness. This there isn't much selflessness in 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 those situations. Yeah, because we're st- like um, I've had discussions with many people, and it's like the child's been used as a weapon of war in between the yeah. two parents, which is which is quite sickening. But then again, if people are still immature, learning themselves. Like a, it's very difficult for you to operate with a child in the same manner. Like I don't know, I, I can't. I don't know what age my parents had had me. I can't remember. I can't do the maths. But um, now obviously I'm 28. They're in their fifties, so probably that like 24, 25. I could I I could imagine myself 
mm. having a child at that age because I'm still pretty self selfish in that essence. And you should be. Yeah, yeah, cause, uh, yeah. I think, no, yeah, I think because be. you're, you're still you're still you're still learning yourself. What I wanted to discuss here was um, in terms of the absentee of fathers and stuff. I was thinking the other day about all the people I know. I know a lot of people have children, and I think like only two or three of the. And I'm saying this is one of thirty people are still with the parent. Mm. So there's clearly a fault in the decision making because people don't really. It's very rare you get pregnant by mistake. Like you use you use the right level of contraception, and then she just ended up pregnant. I, I, that doesn't really happen that often. So what do you think? Do you think it's a cultural thing? Because I think it's a cultural thing. How, like, to get, to have a child, I can't really, I can't even describe it. Like, to have a child is a very big thing. Mm. Like, you actually have, and if you're a normal person, you're going to give a damn about that child. So you have to be, you have to be prepared for that level of responsibility. If you're not ready for that level of responsibility, you should be avoiding it at all costs. Yeah. And why is it, why do you think in your opinion that we seem not to because we're so many kids are having children at age 18, 19, 20. Is that it's almost as if people haven't really digested it? In I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's cultural because you can look at any culture across the world and I'd imagine you, 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 you'll see the same thing. Like, no, no, but I mean, when I say culture, I mean, like, I think, like, okay, societal, societal. Thing, yeah. yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. because having children seems like, oh, cool, we have, we have, we're having a baby, we're yeah, having sex for three weeks, oh, I guess we're having a child done. See, I would love to turn around and say it's because we get too much support, and because people run with this notion that it's because they get people get given a house and a flat and benefit, but it's not because it it's not only in the Western world that it happens, mm. and people don't get those things in 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 a lot of parts. I was going to call them luxuries, but the, the house is not a luxury in my opinion. Mm. Um, so it does happen in other parts of the world where these things aren't aren't a factor. So. I feel a lot of it is miseducation. I feel like certain things are are made to seem a lot simpler than they are mm. and a lot more normal than they are. I don't know. I think if you was to look across certain like class barriers, mm. you'd probably find that people of an upper middle class background to upper class background probably have children at a lot a lot later in life than those of a they of do. a working class to lower working class, right? They do. And ultimately, that does make the children's life a, a lot easier, which enables them children to then go on and achieve a bit more. Because, look, I was working with a 14-year-old today. Yeah, I was working with a 14-year-old today who's just come out of prison. Like, And he's a nice kid, but he's grown up in chaos. Mm. Yeah, and this 14-year-old kid is telling me about he has to make his own money and he has to do certain things, which is how he ended up in jail. And I said to him, look, you're too mature. Like you don't need this level of maturity where you're assessing what you can make more money at your age. Your only worry is supposed to be school, football. Yeah, like I haven't done my homework. I'm going to get detention. Mm. That's supposed to be your level of stress at 14. Mm. It's not supposed to be, oh, have I got money for this or have I got money for this? Do you know what I mean? You should still be getting pocket money, doing a paper Mm. round, whatever. Mm. Don't even know if they still do paper rounds, but Mm. at 14, I did paper Mm. rounds. And a lot of so children are having to grow up too soon. Way too fast. So when they do hit 18, 19, and they've been making money for themselves for three, four years, and they've been taking responsibility for themselves for three, four years, they feel like they know the world. Yeah. So they bring a life into the world thinking that they know the world. And then the world changes, and they're like, oh, well, I don't actually know the world. When I had my, I thought I knew everything. Like, <laughs> I thought I, I really did. My mum told me, my mum went mad at me, went mad at me. Didn't speak to me for about a week. I was living in her house. She walked past me in the morning. Like, she mm-hmm. didn't speak to me. She was vexed. 
And I'd think, do you know what? Like, she's mad. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm in a stable relationship. I've got a career plan. Like, I'm getting paid money. For, I work and go football. I'm getting paid money there. So I'm okay. And it's only like a few years down the line that I turned to mum and said, do you know, you, obviously I wouldn't change my son for the world, but you, you were right. Like, yeah, it was too early for me. Like, and I like, subliminal messaging with my kids now like I, I say to, I drop it into my son's ear <laughs> all the time like not to have children until you're 30 and mama said to me big face from like 11 she goes you do not have children until you're married yeah that's what I say like I, I tell my son all the time have some time like my son wants to be a footballer if it doesn't work make sure you've settled a, a career you, you, you've lived by yourself you've lived with your friends mm. you've found a, a, a suitable partner you've had enough partners before you found the partner that you actually mm. do want to spend your life with you've lived with her for a substantial mm. amount of time do you know what I mean and, and, and things are in place and you're ready to take on the full responsibility mm. of bringing someone into the world because it's not as simple as having a kid and buying nappies and milk there's yeah. this, there's so much more that goes into it like, like mentally and emotionally it takes a lot out of you because you are essentially sharing yourself around people mm. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I feel like I've kind of digressed from the point, but I, I think we we definitely do have to work at having, like taking more of a measured full process into when and how we have children and doing things a little bit later down the line. Yeah, and I also feel like we, um, how sex is kind of portrayed needs to change because it's too like transactional, like, oh, okay, cool. I like you, you like me, you, we both think we're good looking, we can have sex. There's too much stuff that goes on around it and I feel like that's the main issue like a lot of your kids just have a sex they it is and then again but you see I've got um, obviously when we was young as teenage boys once girls become a factor in your life you are pretty much trained by society and your peers to seek out as many girls as you possibly can and you'll you'll see debates all the time that are saying like uh, if your son can if your son wanted to do this would you let him and if your daughter and everyone's like my son can but my daughter can't my son can, but my daughter can't. But I've, now, now I've grown up. I think that's it's proper madness. It's insanity. It's insanity. People because are like, oh, if my son has sex with a teacher at sixteen, I'll rate him. Like, yeah, that's madness. It's, it's crazy. But even down to look, when we talk about girls not sleeping around, we say they should respect their bodies. Blah blah blah. And with boys, we're like, yeah, it's cool. It's like, okay, why shouldn't the boy respect his body? Like the parallels are exactly the same. Like if we, if we, if we, if we took the time to teach boys like the exact same morals that we want to put into girls not only would people not have children at such a frequent frequent rate and so soon you'd find that a lot of relationships were more sustainable as well because men wouldn't be 23 in a relationship with a kid and still be like searching out more girls yeah it's a a sickness I say it's, it's actually it's actual sickness it's like it's like almost you're programmed yeah you are to chase and if you've been doing that for a period of time like now I've seen it like some man can't stop like yeah it becomes habitual yeah, it becomes yeah, habitual yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is yeah it's, it's a lifestyle and uh, to speak about that what type of detriment do you think that has because now now I look at it more like analytically I feel like as a man that's a, that's a detriment like, it is be, because first of all it has a detriment on your relationship life mm-hmm it has a detriment in terms of because then it, then it comes with the baggage of you might have kids with with people you're not ready to have kids with or whatnot. And you struggle like, to you struggle to maintain a relationship you do because if if, if that's your mindset inevitably mm. it is going to ruin your relationships yeah like it's going to ruin your relationships you know, so I mean, when it has ruined your relationships 
And we think when you've got a kid and you mess around and it comes out, it's not just your relationship with that woman it's that you mess up. As well. Yeah, you mess up your kids as well. Like you do. Like, and I'm I've been guilty of that. So I can't even sit on a soapbox and act like I'm better than like I'm I, I'm speaking from a position of someone that's done it. So they know and I know where it's come from and I know that when I hit like thirteen, fourteen and like girls became a big thing to me and do you know what I mean? It just was girls was a it it was that that was what we did. I would leave my house on a Friday and Saturday night. I would get on a train to Trocadero just to chat to girls. I didn't care about arcade games. I had a, I had a PlayStation in my room. Talk, talk. <laughs> I'm going to look for girls, and and we and you're doing that, and then you get older and you start going to clubs to do it. Yeah. And now I feel for these boys. They don't even have to do that. They've got it on their phone. They've got Instagram, Literally Tinder, Twitter. You, you, you could talk to ten girls at one time. It's mad. And um, in terms of that, also I want to talk about like kind of like masculinity. Like obviously we kind of programmed that. Okay, we, we got there, we chased as many girls as we possibly can because it's all right for us to do it and the girls can't do it. And also we got uh, our values in line with our money as well. So we got to go out and make the peas because also we know that the girls like to be. So in terms of like, because you've seen a lot of these kids take risks, yeah? Like I've got a theory that now because of how society is going, you've got social media, everybody's putting their best foot forward. These kids are taking bigger risks. I remember like before, like, Obviously, you want to have a pair of nice Nikes and a tracksuit, but you also want to, like, you know the girls, like, if you look decent, you're going to get more girls type of thing. And it's, I feel it's the same thing with the kids. Now they want to have, like, flipping Rolex watches, wavy trainers that cost free. I, I see kids wearing fake Hermes and Ferragamo belts to school. Yeah, I see it all the time. I, I find that it, so strange. It's mad, isn't it? So strange. But people don't realise how problematic it is because ultimately they've now got the fake that costs, I don't know what they cost, 20, 30 quid maybe, I don't know. But at some point, they've now set their eyes on the real, the real one. one. which is like three, four bills. Yeah, so they're thinking, right, I've got to obtain this money. And there ain't many ways to... Get three, four bills. <laughs> when you're 15. When you're 15 years yeah. old. And you've also, you, what what parents have, with, with this, the fake belt that's been bought or whatnot you've also shown them that there are shortcuts you can take in life to obtain the things you want and, and sometimes you don't even have to have what it is you want you can appear to, to have, have what, what you want. want so people start taking shortcuts and those shortcuts lead people to doing things like also I always wanted to know like like I'm quite, I'm quite privileged in the sense that I had two parents who are really fantastic parents um, my dad worked night so he was at, he was at home with us um, so there's always like a parent about it. I could not have bring something new on my mom won't clock. Oh, it's impossible. Like I remember, I remember um, when I was in year eleven, yeah. And this is when the Harachis, the ones that were ever, the boot ones. The, when it, no, not the boot ones. Even the the low tops. When the low tops first came out, I remember I sat some money, went went JD, got some, yeah. I came in for JD bag, yeah. And I knew, and then I, I came to the door, yeah, thinking my mum was out, but I heard an offender, so I can't call. So I run upstairs. My mom was gonna call me. And I put my head. Oh, hello, auntie. I ran upstairs. I was like, "Come back. Where's that bag?" Mm-hmm. I bear in mind, I got the money legal. Like I was saving my dinner money, buying sweets, shotting them for more. I remember my mom used to go to Costco, buy bear um, cans of coke, which as a free some. Shot them in school for like two pound when people were bare, sweaty after football. I was, I was a crook. I was a proper crook. Didn't care. I only sold one kind of coke for four or five pound notes. 
<laughs> I was moving mad, yeah. My friend used to sell his packed lunch. He used to break down his packed lunch. And oh, sell what? It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, so, my, so, I was moving. I was moving them kind of coke, yeah. And then I was making. So, I stacked up all my money, got these trainers, and my mom saw it straight away. Mm. She saw it straight. My mom noticed even now when I come. My mom's like, ah, you're spending money again. I'm like, what? Oh, I just noticed. So it's like, how do these parents like not notice these things? Unless are these parents just working so not about or? Do they just get sold lies like, oh, I've got it for my friend, my friend gave it to me. Oh, I, I think we have to sometimes address, some don't care. Some are looking at the fact that they didn't have to spend the money and they don't care. That's some, are, some are at a point where they can't stop this kid doing what this kid wants to do. And others, they believe in lies. Because I, I can remember trading games and parents calling as like, oh, you've got so-and-so's game and my mum got mad at me because we traded the game, but my friends got in trouble at home for having a game that he his mum didn't buy. Mm. So then he said, oh, I've got his game and then his mum's called my mum and my mum's telling me off as like, we traded it. And it's like, well, you don't buy your stuff. So who are you to be trading stuff that you didn't buy kind mm. of thing? And that was normal. I can remember telling Elijah, my son, off because... I found a fat stack of match attack cards in his room. Mm. And I hadn't bought him that many match attack cards, mm. but I didn't know my brother used to get buy him for them. Mm. And I, I, I knew I bought him some cause he'd only just started collecting. Mm. So my brother bought him loads mm. and I didn't know. So I went mad at him cause I'm thinking, where, where are you getting get these cards from? So I'm thinking that he's, I don't know what I was thinking cause he's not a bad kid at all, but I don't know, like it just baffled me. You know, well, yeah. like, where did they come from kind of thing? So I don't know. <laughs> there are some rubbish parents and they don't take, enough one example enough like, yeah like one example like every time like so obviously I had friends that were going raving from mad mad young they'll tell their mum I'm sleeping over at this place and then they, and then they'll just go out but I was thinking hold on like there's no like if I told my mum I'm sleeping over at some movie place my mum my mum might have to have them FBI vetted one uh, nah, see I put that off a couple times I, I gotta put that one off my mum's too nice for that I, I put my friend Ryan in school he was Jamaican yeah so every time he would go to he would have to spend all summer holidays in Jamaica mm. Then he'll come back, and when he come back, he'd have a strong Jamaican accent. Mm. Yeah. So when we pretended we were staying at his house, he pretended to be his dad with the Jamaican accent. Oh no so, way! <laughs> so when my mom's called, he's put on. A, he's pretended to be the dad, and we've gone to this place, Caesars on Old Kent Road. Mm. He lived just off Old Kent Road, and it was twenty five pound to get in. Mm. Yeah, and you got free drinks in there all night. Mm. And it's just mash up white people in there, <laughs> <laughs> and us. Yeah. So we did that, and then when towards the year, the end of year eleven, we all pretended we were staying somewhere, and we went to this place called um, SW One Club in Victoria. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a fun night. That that them them. them. So I did pull that off a couple of times. I couldn't cause my mom, my, see was, my mom. My mom had. Don't <laughs> people say too much energy. My mom had too much energy, and because I, of course I was the oldest, she divided hell of energy to me. So I couldn't say if I'm staying at somebody's house. They'll have to get vetted. You know when you see them dossiers, my mom was already yeah, scanned them, yeah. knows them well. She's calling auntie. Ah, is that what told me there? She's like, ah, okay, cool. You just arrived. Cool. Man couldn't pull them. Like, and see, like, even so, for even me, like, because I, I care too much about children, I couldn't have my child being staying there somewhere and I have not called a parent to confirm it. Uh, listen, my, 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 fr- my son's friends have been here like in the holidays and then the kid's ready to leave at like 8 o'clock in the dark and I'm like where are you going he's like I'm going home he's like what your mum not picking you up he's like no nah. I'm, like, well, I'm not going to le- let you walk out of my house in the dark mm. and walk home so I'll take you he's like no nah, it's fine he's like no nah, I'm going to I'm gonna drop you home like because I 
kids need to be a bit more protected. They they do, and what they're doing needs to be. People have stopped policing children. Yes, I feel like they've 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 got a bit too much freedom and too many rights. Even <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's true though. Like I, I I feel like children have too much freedom. I, I know technology has changed, but children are still children. Like I'm seeing seven years of iPads. Mm. To me, that's mad because. To be fair, my daughter does have one. She's sick. She's got one. I feel that's so mad. Yeah, I'm, I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree. But to be fair, it is if if it depends. It all depends how it's used. That's what I say because because my thing is that once they get to like twelve, thirteen, then they can start like once they get a bit more conscious of what they're doing, mm. and they can start talking to people on the internet. That's my thing. Ah, see my see yeah my kids uh, my son obviously he my son has an Instagram. It's for his football, mm. but I've got it on my phone. Mm. So at any time, if I type in Instagram on the internet, it will take me straight onto his Instagram. So I can always see who's following, what, mm. what he's doing. His mum knows all the codes to his phone. So mm. if she checks his phone every day. Uh, my daughter's my daughter's iPad. Yeah, she just, if she does go on it, she just Watch goes on. Yeah, why, no, not even Netflix. YouTube kids. Mm. And yeah, just kiddie stuff. So yeah, I don't, I feel like, I don't feel like the young ones are the issue. I feel like an issue would be like letting YouTube like raise your kids when people slap a right. two-year-old in front of an iPad for a whole day and whatnot. I feel that would be an issue. But I feel like my son, my big son would be at a more impressionable age where you would have to be Watch monitored yeah. what he's doing. But he, like, he had a, re- a weird ad on his PlayStation. It was a weird ad. It was from some, some female and he came and got me. He's like, Dad, I don't know who this person is. And I said, well, ask them how they found you. Yeah. And the person was like, I just want to be friends. And my son just said, what should I do? I said, you tell him, don't message you again, block it and report it. Mm. And he did, but he's he's savvy. They, they do a lot of training about that in schools. Mm. Like they have workshops in his school and probably That's most good. schools where they, they teach them about internet safety and avoiding something. Internet is their world now. Mm. Internet is their world. Cause I remember like when I, when I first started going raving, like I just use example how technology's changed. Like some we watch you have an actual camera, take the pictures, or if you didn't have a camera, you're hoping the rave photographer caught you, go on Facebook, get your wavy pictures. Like yeah, now- you'd wait for the pi- 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 pictures, pictures to come. get uploaded yeah, well, to Facebook. Hopefully somebody tags you, hope you're not caught slipping. You're on them days there. Like now- and if you look at them pictures now, you can barely make yourself out. They're so grainy. Bro, they're dead pictures. Now, even your reverse camera on your phone. Like, so I feel like the game's, like the game's changed. So like the world's got a bit smaller. So anybody could speak to your child. Mm. Anybody could interact with your child. Anybody could influence your child. I can't lie that bear scares me I can't lie I don't know how children do but bear scares me yeah it's it's I don't speak to you about your children you seem mad relaxed about it do you know what? I know my kids and, and I know I know probably every parent can say that and it, and it seems easy because whilst I do know them I don't know the people outside I feel like obviously I've only got one that's at that age where, he's, where it could be a concern now and I feel like he's head screwed on enough to and we have enough of a relationship that he'll come to me if something's that's so not good. right I, but he's only in year seven so obviously now is the time when they do try and like slip away and mm. and test the boundaries and that. at the minute it's okay but i'm on i'm on my son like sometimes i i test him like i'll tell him off for things that he hasn't actually done just <laughs> just to see his reaction just so he knows boundaries like it's it's I do it in a fun and joke way after, but I feel like sometimes you have to let them, there has to be a boundary. Like he's never crossed it, but I have to put them out there so he knows that there's certain things that 
he couldn't get away with. So mm. if he tells me about somebody carrying on a certain way in school, my first thing is like, okay, why are you friends with this person? Mm. If that's the way they behave. And he's like, I'm not friends with them, they're just in my class. I said, okay, cool. Make sure it stays that way. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, when he's, he's at football and there's certain kids in his academy that they mess around and they muck around. So like, I'll tell him straight, like, these are the people that you need to avoid. Yes, and, 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 I, and I find myself it, it might annoy him it might annoy him but I think he understands that it's for his own benefit yeah I, I remember some of the lessons and stuff my mum used to do and my dad as well and he used to annoy me now I'm so flipping grateful mm. and now I'm so grateful Wasn't, okay um, in terms of like you obviously you've got um, your oldest son he's 12 and he's going to be a man one day so in terms of like as you've grown older you've got a lot wiser and you that's know, debatable no 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 you have you have that's one thing I'll give you even though you make me sick <laughs> like you are quite smart so like in terms of like emotionally how to deal with things as men the standards that are set how is that gonna how is that gonna impact how you uh, teach it see I still struggle with that a bit I'm not I'm not gonna lie because I I grew up in an environment where crying sensitivity emotion I was about to say that because, because that. obviously you got, we come from a Caribbean background I yeah, come, like we've, we've never seen our dads or uncles or brothers all cry like yeah, and if you cry you cry on the low yeah. but we don't want no one to even catch you slipping like that it's impossible like when things are good I tell him that he can be emotionally expressive but like I don't know, see my son's big thing is he plays FIFA online and he gets a bit emotional when it that's like, that's his brother, brother, he gets a bit that's why you're his brother he gets mad <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it makes me mad. <laughs> it makes me mad because when I can hear you cussing and bitching about every decision on FIFA, sometimes I have to shout to him, Elijah, turn off the PlayStation. He's like, why, Dad? I'm like, look, clearly you're not emotionally ready to be playing it because you're acting like a little baby. Yeah. So you're going to have to come off it and then he'll fix up and sometimes I'll hear his door go and then and I'll hear him stamping his way out here and an angry face there <laughs> as he makes his That's way to the exactly kitchen. Like, and I get on to him, like, but... I don't know. I feel. I feel like maybe. Fortunately, he has a good relationship with his mum as well. So he, I think the emotion stuff. I think he knows where to go, for mm. what kind of support. Because I'm not the most emotionally available person. Mm. I, w- I probably would like to be a bit more emotionally available, but it's it's not in my nature. I've, yeah. I've been programmed to be who I am now, in it, and it's 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 hard for me to change. I do try, mm. but it's okay. not. So if he comes to me with something and it's a bit beyond my emotional capabilities I haven't got no problem to send him to his mum in, mm. in, in that regard like, I let him know you can speak to me about it but maybe your mum is is is, mm. is better skilled yeah, in, that in, in this regard you get me so at the minute I feel like it works mm. but then again this is now is the like this is the easy part up to 12 like now yeah, the next four years yeah. this yeah. is the real especially when it comes to stuff like girls and being under pressure like not like obviously because it's bad because as everyone has into every human has insecurities. Some of us have a lot more than others, but that's just the, the nature of things. But obviously, as guys, you have our own insecurities, isn't it? So like, and I've seen your son; he's very close to you. So like, I find it intriguing. Like, how are you gonna like man play it when he kind of brings his like insecurities towards you? Because we're all we're all gonna be weak at some point, yeah. isn't it? And do you feel like you do you feel like your son's willing to be vulnerable in front of you? to a degree to a degree and this is probably something that I need to get better at as a parent mm. and by the time my little one who's only two is is his age I probably would have mastered it which yeah words. So, sometimes unfortunately the, the the older children are kind of like guinea pigs innit like yeah. you, you test things out and you learn things as they grow that you then put in place 
for the smaller ones. Yeah, because I've got bare benefit. feet. So my younger brother yeah, not getting no same, beats. Like, I'm not yeah, same. It. Yeah, I was a guinea pig, innit? Like, yeah, bro. I feel like my mum used all that anger on bro, me. I used, to get, I, used to, I used to get slats for telling my sister, shut up. Like, I used to get beats for saying, shut up. My little brother was doing a mad thing. And mum would say, okay, that's it. No basketball this weekend. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> But I used to get rushed <laughs> for saying shut up. But yeah, go on. Part, part of it is training. Mm. Another part of it is they're tired now. Yeah, they are. Like, I know. Yeah, it's definitely it's tired. just long. Like, I've been doing it a long time. It's, it's long. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's probably somewhere where I can improve mm. as a parent. Definitely. Because sometimes I am a bit, whatever, like deal with it kind of thing. Mm. Because that's, all, that's how we are as men. We're kind yeah. of like, no matter what else we take in life, like even a lot of the, we see on our social media and the news, like, they make obviously they um, talk about yeah men are more privileged, which we are in certain aspects of life. But in some aspects of life, we're, we're not. not more privileged. But yeah. because but you know sometimes I think can we actually blame people because we don't say anything? Like we we won't say anything. Like when I when I when I told people that um, men when when a child's born, um, men only get two weeks paternity leave. Yeah, like quite a few people in my office have had children like three of the accountants have had children and that's leave. a new thing as well yeah that's, that's new <laughs> and then you can also sh- you can also share your parental leave but if a man earns more than a woman there's no point you sharing a parental leave because you're losing that money I guess a lot a lot of the the leave though is based on the physical exertion of carrying a child yeah yeah, yeah of course which obviously we don't do so but I feel like it sets a precedent though because if 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 like if you're saying that okay cool this your, your, your couple has a new child yeah yeah you you could chill for two weeks, but after that, get back to work. Essentially, yeah. You already set the imbalance in terms of nurturing and teaching that child from the beginning of the child's life. But that imbalance is natural, though. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, it's, Women it's, are more. Women are maternal, and yeah. and it is like a woman can have a baby, and without any prompting, without you've never seen a woman be trained to hold a baby when they've just had a baby. Like, yeah, they all seem magic. It's it? natural. Because Me, I hold a child like it's a, yeah, like it's because, a basketball. Yeah, that's, they're, they're, they're in tune with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's natural. It's, it's Not to say it's not natural to men, but we're not as skilled as they are. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and that's perfectly fine. That's nature. We're not supposed to be, mm. which is why they carry the child. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, um... I don't know, the paternity... Maybe, maybe there may be a bit more time could I mean, be but because like, when, I was, when I was researching what? I seen like two and three two out of three fathers if they could actually have the opportunity to spend and I think it makes a difference because but how far do you take that if you say okay three weeks isn't enough okay give them two months do you know what I mean is that enough the woman's still uh, the woman's got a year most women work up to their eighth month yeah, I would, I would, I would, so then they've got I would, another I would, 11 I months I would say a year but I think the fact that my issue is how little the dialogue is the discussion of okay are we going to revolutionise this mm. that's my issue because it kind of shows that we're not really bothered like that when it comes when it come, and a lot and I think um, and also quite a lot of I've seen people have this notion that men are not really don't really care to have rights to have children like do you know like for example if like a family wants to split the woman will get the child almost all the time yeah and and I see a lot of people say stuff like yeah but the men the, the guy wouldn't want to have the children a lot of people would want to have their children a lot would a lot wouldn't yeah um I feel like with those kind of things, you have to take individual cases. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's right to throw blanket generalizations over who and what. I think it's disgusting that men have to acquire parental responsibility. Yep, like it makes no, no sense. sense whatsoever. 
Um, I feel it sh- once once you've had children, like you, responsibility. You, you, sh- you should you should be entitled to the exact same rights responsibilities. In 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 good and bad. Yeah. Like if 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 me and a woman have a child, I shouldn't have the right to say, Do you know what, I'm gonna come by. You could take care of that kid six days a week, and I'll do it one day a week. I shouldn't have the right to do that. And in the same way that a woman shouldn't have the right to say, "Well, I'm taking this kid here, and you can see it on my say so." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ne- ne- neither are right. Neither are right. But again, how do you implement a perfect society? It's almost impossible. Like in any scenario, somebody has to assume more responsibility. Than yeah, but else. but my thing is, I want it to be more situational. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that okay court it should be like yeah the woman has to, no I believe that the court should look at the court should look at um, the scenarios yeah and assess it because I've spoken to quite a lot of men I've spoken to some lawyers at my previous my, my mum is a, is a um, she's an advocate so she was a social worker and she retired from that and now she, she deals exclusively with um, looked after children's cases in court and she'll make no bones about saying in 99% of cases, the court will, will side with the mum. Mm. And there is a, a massive bias towards the mum before a hearing's ever even heard. Again, though, like we were just discussing, can you ignore the role that nature plays in that? I understand that. So I think if it... But still, like, I, I, just, I just think it's mad because these are your children. like, And some cases like where we used to discuss some cases where the mum's a waste man. Don't it's but the mum's a waste man. The dad's responsible, but the dad will still lose the case. That's wild. Yeah. And because 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 you're playing with children's lives. It it do, it does happen. It does happen. I just feel like. Well, you can't fight. The I think I think I think if you, I think if you looked across the board, you would probably find that more women are, are willing to assume the responsibility than, 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 yeah, yeah. than the man Agreed. so when you when you take that into account you have to probably love, love averages yeah you have to you have to say okay that's probably the fairest way to do things the way it is it's, it's, it's unfair to someone but we need to remember that life is unfair a, a lot of the time like it's not all roses and utopia like Somebody for somebody to win, somebody has to lose. We'll talk. Do you know what I mean? So I think I feel like we have to be a bit more realistic. It's true. And f- yeah, things aren't perfect, but I don't know if I don't know if in a lot of instances there's a fair way. I don't know. I, I feel like in some there are, but I just want a more. I just want a situation for you. I don't, I don't like the fact that we know for a fact that if this case is going to court, the woman's going ninety nine percent of the time. Because I don't believe ninety nine percent of the time, the woman's going to be the most suitable parent. It might be a, a, it might be above 50, 70, 80 but, but like, I know that other twenty percent deserves a fair a fair shot. Yeah, because because that twenty percent is involved in the child's life. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? Yeah, it definitely it definitely should be a bit even even down to if look if a, if a woman tells a man that he's if if a man and woman have a child and a woman tells a man that he can't see the kid, That's that man has to go through the courts to see that kid. Surely it should be the parent who doesn't want the man to see the kid. That has Should, to go court to prove that that he's not suitable to be in a mm. child's life. It shouldn't be the other no way, way around. around. Yeah. It, that's absurd. That is absurd. But I don't know. I don't know. And also, uh, okay, what I want to also ask you is that what like talk about like obviously because you obviously your father free, you work and you also have a social life. So talk about how how it is to balance balance the free. 
balancing your responsibilities and especially with your and your finances as well. Um, I do alright. Finances, that's not that's not really an issue. Cheers. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'm not gonna lie. Do you know what it is? Like, obviously, if I have my kids from like Wednesday to Sunday, on Wednesday to Saturday, but I Friday. I am climbing the walls a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm climbing the walls a bit. And sometimes it does get a bit a bit stressful. Obviously, my big son, he's self-sufficient. Like, I, I, I don't really have to do much where he's concerned. A little too, it's a, it's a bit more stressful. But then at the same time, their mums assume that role for the exact same time that I do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So... It, it, it is it is what it is like really and truthfully like if I have to take responsibility for how the situation's panned out which I do then I have to take on board the responsibility of, of, of when they're in my care because one thing I never wanted to be is I never ever wanted to be or planned to be like picking my kids up on a Friday and dropping them back on a Sunday like I always remember that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire mm. when he um he picks them up a bit late on a Friday and they're at his flat and then the mum comes to get them early and he's just stressing like, like it's been two hours less than I should have. Like, and that, that, that scene's always resonated with me. Like from, well, not always. I didn't give a damn about it when I was like yeah, 10. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah when, when I've been a parent. So I do try and... um a nice time. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I try to, to make it so my my kids feel like just as at home with me as they do with their mums like this is their house their mums are their house and like they can they get the same level of care mm. from from their dad as as they do their mum sometimes I feel like it might it might have an adverse effect on them like they see their dad cooking and cleaning and whatnot. like maybe may, it's not really without sounding too misogynistic it's not really man work if you know what I mean yeah. like so maybe sometimes I, I do worry that they see me see me do too much and it's going to have to be a conversation we have later down the line about <laughs> how we got into this scenario yeah. do you know what I mean but then at the same time I don't want them to feel and, and I don't I don't see the situation as ideal neither like I don't feel like they should be away from their mums for three or four days of a week in the same way they shouldn't be away from their dads for three or four days of a week but I feel like maybe this is the the best compromise, like they they get a, they get yeah, a that's a better compromise than being there that five days and you hold them. For yeah, days. and even when it's that five days, a lot of the time, mums are they're at school, mums at work, work, so it's it's time. limited hours. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's if, if unless you're a nuclear family, there isn't really an ideal. You, the, outside of that, you have to make the best of a bad situation. I feel like. Do you feel like as as, as a dad, you've missed out on much in terms of like life experiences? No nah, man, I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Like I've flown all over the world. World, I've been on lads' holidays. I've, 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 I've like if I die tomorrow, I've had a bloody good life. <laughs> like, honestly, I've like a lot of people would 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 kill for the experiences and the life that I've had. So I, I'm never looking at it like that. Like obviously, I've I've restricted myself in some aspects, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like I've done a a good job of 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 balancing being a parent as well as like having a life because. Yeah, I, I, I've lived, man. I'm, I'm all right. So, was it, what what advice would you give dads? Because I know I know quite a lot of dads, quite a lot of recent dads, 
and it's kind of mad because obviously like when you look on your social media and stuff and just in general like mums talk with each other about doing mum stuff but I don't feel dads do the exact same type of thing if that makes sense I think and also I want to ask you a question actually can I never ask you before do you, any of your boys like do I have like kids come to you for advice and stuff yeah yeah I've even had it's weird and I don't know why but I've even had like people that I don't know message me on socials and ask me yeah because like you're quite like I'm, I'm vocal first. about my, my, my children and I, I've, I've yeah my friends do my friends do sometimes my friends used to because I lived with my big two for a long time like and it was quite a rarity in, in my society my friends used to like kind of treat me in a way where and because of I'm proud of the way my children are as people yeah like I'm proud of how they are as people like all of my kids like even my my, my little one the things that he's dealt with like yeah, they make me proud every day do you get me even my, and my big one the same and my daughter like so when I would vocalise certain things my friends if their children didn't conduct themselves in a certain, in the same way they would act like that's me kind of Ah, right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example, a story. When I was still with my big two's mum, and my friend was complaining about his child's mum asking him to either pay for breakfast club or to pick the kid up and take the kid to school in the morning because she started a new job and had to go work earlier. And my friends was kind of on a thing of nah she's taking the mick kind of thing why should you have to? and I'm like well she's not that's your kid like if she's going to work and you're not starting work till after Take then that's what you're going to have to do and everyone was like oh you say that because you live with your kids so it's different you don't understand blah 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 and I was like and then I was in a situation where I didn't live with my kids all the time mm-hmm. but you know what I still did the same thing, did the same thing. My kids never missed out. Like I took my son to school, or if I wasn't, their mum would drop them to me in the morning, and I would take them to school from there. If she was starting work earlier than I was, so I always bent my schedule around, making sure that they didn't miss out on nothing. Yeah, yeah. So I would get flack from my friends or in my social circle because I didn't understand how you. They're, they're projecting, they're reflecting. Yeah, like you, you're making it seem like you're you're not doing your, your kid's mum a favour by taking your child to school. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not doing my children's mum's favours by having my kids. That's your kids' they're, they're my children. <laughs> yeah. do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to. I'm not talking about like books, you know. It's mad, it's mad. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, so what, so, what, so what advice would you give to, like what, what, what is something that, like, as we wrap this up, what's something that if you knew, like what, um, at 21 in terms of raising kids don't <laughs> <laughs> you're, are we done <laughs> you're bub um, but yeah well if they have two down it's a bit late for that but um, like, like any just like little bits of advice in terms of like balancing time or whatnot, or just how to deal with some of the jihad um, the mothers can give you and oh Millie, don't bend too much if, and 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 then there's two ways of looking at it. Like if you're if you're if you're with the woman you've got children with, then you got to make sure that you put that child aside at sometimes, and you dedicate that time to that relationship outside of children. You can't make your relationship just about your kids because mm. ultimately, 
it's gonna ruin your relationship. Yeah, like, you, you have to find a, a balance of of ma- you have to find a balance of making that work, making your own personal life work, as in having some time it's away a, because you can drive yourself mad just being too family orientated. If you're not with the child's mum, don't bend too much, but also understand like, how hard it is. Like, don't like you got you got to put in a certain amount of effort. Mm. Like, you can't. You have to match someone's effort, basically. Like, yeah. if you're not there for five days of a seven day week, understand how much work goes into those those five days. Like. One thing I, I really don't, I really don't like is like some people they dad for social media if you know what I mean in terms of so by me yeah like so by me so by me posting cheesy photos but you ain't done nothing with the kid like things like I, I, I there's certain things I don't like like there's certain things that I, I see it quite often I'm not really in a position to judge anyone in it like I don't give a shit that's dead I'll say it. <laughs> that's dead that's dead maybe maybe, maybe and we don't know anyone's circumstances but sometimes like. You just have to make sure you're doing the right thing by by that child before you're worrying about impressing, I don't know, whoever. Yeah, real talk. Real talk. But yeah. Okay, that was, that was quite a good one I wanted to talk to you about. We want to talk to you about dad stuff. Do you want, do you want, do you actually, I don't say where do people find you, but do you want them to find your tweets? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> because your tweets are a bit bad. <laughs> Especially about a certain I've reached my follower limit. I've got 250 limit. You don't anymore? No, no, it's I, impossible. I, 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 I don't even know what she's your see what you talk about daily basis. <laughs> Apart from this cussing Lacazette and them man there. <laughs> I need to lay off Pogba, it's pissing me off, I can't even lie. He's a bum. No, it's not. It's, it's a bum. We'll talk about that on Sunday though. Oh, got... you got a podcast on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah. Lit. But yeah, anyway, thanks Fred. No AKA problem, bro. Anton. Um, if you're listening to this, please subscribe to my thing. Also like on SoundCloud. If you want to send any messages to Fred, I just want to call you Fred, but Anton, <laughs> Tweet me and I'll pass out the messages. No, if they're abusive though, don't. Yeah, if they're abusive, don't do that. You'll get blots or I might abuse you back. But yeah, thank you for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.